Yo, 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 it's your man E. Carter. This is another episode of First Class Podcast. I'm your host. As always, I'm here with the co-host James is in the building. Yo, yo, what up, what up? And our new addition, Jazzy is in the building. Say what's up. What's up, what's up? And we have a special guest, my brother, one of Dayton's hottest promoters in the game right now, uh, Chris Yank. What's up, what's up? So, we here again. How'd y'all like last week? It was a different change in pace, so I liked it. Are y'all awake over there? Yeah. All right. I'm ready. Are you? I'm ready. All right. Well, turn the mic. Uh, All right. Like, get in sync here, people. We're ready. We're ready. All right. What's it? Like I said, uh, Chris Yank is our special guest. Um, So, for the people who do not know you, Yank, go ahead. Just give a uh, brief description on who you are, what you do, how they can find you, what's going on? I'm Chris Yank. You can find me on Facebook, all social media. That's Chris Yank, Snapchat, Instagram, all that. Shit, I throw parties. I turn the city <laughs> up. You feel me? That's what I do. Hey, for real, for real, that's probably every teenager's dream right there. Like, to get paid just to throw parties? Man, I was, like, I was realizing, like, I'm in the club way too motherfucking much. Like, you feel me? Like, I gotta find a way to get paid for this shit. Right. Now... Shit, everybody fuck with me. Most of y'all don't know, like I said, this is my brother Yank, man. We we go back. Like, there's some stories that can't be shared on the air how far we go back. Used to get in trouble and all that shit, but glad to see him doing big things. Glad to have you on the show today. Um, as always, everybody, we always give a, a nice little quote before we start and kick off our show. This week's quote is, just because it took you longer than others does not mean you failed. I'm going to say that one more time. Just because it took you longer than others does not mean that you failed. So that's the quote for the week. Take it with you each and every day, just because you might be a couple steps behind somebody does not mean that you're failing in the process. Because at the end of the day, it's not a race, it's a marathon. Just keep pushing, keep striving, and eventually you'll get there. So how y'all feeling this week, man? From everybody, I mean, I got like... It's Saturday, I'm off work, I'm, I'm drinking, you feel me? That's every day. We, we up today, we up. <laughs> what about you, funny guy James, man, how you feeling? Oh man, I'm cool, man, blessed. Bless all the way up though, for real. All right, uh, talk to the the new the new addition, co-host Bell Bip. Not nah, playing, Jazzy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, y'all gotta let that go down. All right, I mean you still a new addition. <laughs> How'd you like it last week? Like I said, it was it was a change of pace. So for me, not to ever have spoken. That word spoken. Yeah, spoken. <laughs> spoken is definitely yeah, a word. Spoken. <laughs> like like you know like this before so. Uh-huh. It was cool. Well, I don't like the sound of my own voice, so I never thought about being on a podcast or doing recordings <laughs> or stuff. That's why so, I have the headphones. Yeah. I get, I get to hear all y'all. So how long have y'all been doing this podcast? Uh, we've been doing it uh, since January, so this is our first year. Close to year. Close to year. Okay. 
Everybody on my line, check out First Class Podcast. That's where we are right now with it. And it's on, uh, they can also check us out on Facebook or on First Class Podcast Media. So, any questions, concerns, always hit us right there. Now, let's kick off the show, man. It's uh, October. So, it's also Breast Cancer Awareness Month. Um, <laughs> right. But just shouts out to all the ladies that, that have been through breast cancer. Uh, defeated breast cancer. I know I have a couple of aunts that had to go through all of that. Came out on top. You know, it's, it's definitely a struggle. So if you can support, you know, whether you donate, whether you do the walk, whether, you know, you know somebody that's actually going through that type of trauma right now, just, you know, sing your blessings, your prayers, donations, anything will help. And too, hey, shout out to the men that got it too, because I actually know an older gentleman that I was, I was just about to say that. Yeah, Well, that's what's up. Anybody just, it's just, uh, it's that it shouldn't just fall down to just a month. You know what I mean? It's highlighted in the month of October, but it's something that goes on all year round, you know? So just kind of, if you know somebody that's going through that trauma, trauma, male or female, just, you know, keep them in your prayers, uplift and support the best way you can. So, first topic. Now, this is a uh, Jazzy's topic. Being ungrateful. Now, when we say ungrateful, we mean like when you actually at, when you actually get what you want, but then you still really don't want it. So, Jazzy, lead us off. Oh, yeah, I mean, what you? I mean, like I said, this is this, uh, this is your topic. So, actually, like explain on. One, yeah, why mean, you came up with this topic and it's not really so much as like getting what you want and not wanting it. It's getting what you want and not accepting it. You know what I'm saying? Okay, like right. like I could be like, Oh, I want a car so bad, I to put it out in the universe, like I want this car, I want this car, I want this car, and then I get a car, but it's not the car that I want. It's oh, it got a dent in the side or you know, it's a little a little off, you know what I mean? Like or I want a house so bad I'm tired of I'm tired of being homeless. I just need to be in a place. I want a place so bad. And then it's delivered. I, it gives, I get a place. And then it's like, yeah, I wanted a place, but I didn't want this place. You know what I'm saying? So, right. I mean, and that's ahead, my fault, man. I was going to say, it's funny, though, because uh, I'm pretty sure we all have seen them, uh, them little things on Facebook where a dude goes and buys the girlfriend a car. She like, oh, well, what is that? He's like, nah, it's cool, though. Like, you know, it's paid for. Like, it's cool. You ain't even see the inside. Like, look at it run. Like, it's cool. Like, I ain't driving that. Like, oh, I'm grateful. Never mind. <laughs> I almost said the word I ain't supposed to say. Like, oh, you raggedy. All right. <laughs> but, I mean, yeah, like I'm it. saying, it's just, I mean, I understand this is it's crazy because just us as individuals, we kind of do that on the ups and downs. Like you, you can pray for something, wish for something, work for something, and then as soon as you get it, you're like, "Well, this is not quite how I expected it." And then people also wonder why blessings not coming in left and right. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? It might not be the car that you want, but it's probably the car that you need. You know what I'm saying? If you want to break it down to actual relationship, that might not be the 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 man or female that you wanted, but that might be the man or female that you need at that moment. You know what I'm saying? So we got to stop actually. Trying to, I think, me personally, I feel like that's a part of people just trying to keep up with the Joneses, so to speak. Like, everybody else in the relationship, so I got to have me one. Or everybody else got these J's, so I got to get me some. Like, 
why? You feel me? I'm cool. I'll, I'll, I'll give me some clean chucks and be fine. You know what I mean? Because it ain't about what brand of shoe you got on. It's the fact that you got shoes on your feet and you ain't walking barefooted. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's something that we uh, definitely need to work on just as just as people, man. Like, it's just sad. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, uh, I see that. I'm grateful, like, in the sense of, like, you getting something from somebody or you receiving your own things. I'm grateful in the sense of you receiving something from somebody is it could be perceived as you've been ungrateful, but you just don't give the reaction that they expect you to give. Yeah. Or you don't give the reaction that you're really supposed to give. You ain't dick sucking basically. Right. No, I mean, I feel you, but that's when it comes to other people, but like just taking in the, in the consideration as just you by yourself, like nobody got you a gift. Maybe it's something Excuse me, something that you work for, like. Well, I, I'm in a sense. I'm 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 more of a fan of like if you work for something, if you're working for something, it better be on point with what you want. Like you feel me? If you can't afford it, you better stack up two more checks for it. You right. feel me? Because don't buy nothing you don't want, then complain about it. Right. That's that's just being stupid as fuck. But yeah. also, it's the fact of uh, I also feel like it's levels to this shit. Like even as far as blessings, like yeah, I want this car, I want this house, and then once you get it, it's about. What happens after that? How much do you take care of what you've been blessed with, though? That's also a form of not being appreciative of what you got. Yeah, I want this car, but I can't pay to get the oil changed. Yeah, I want this house, but I don't want to clean the house. I don't want to buy. I don't want to pay the rent. I don't want to pay the water. I don't want to take out the trash. I don't want to. I want this job. But now I got the job. I'm not going to work. Like sometimes people can. Be unappreciative by not taking care of what you got blessed with, bro. You feel me? Yeah, and I mean, like I was, I was also on that, on like on that same thing. Like, like I didn't wish for something so, so long. You feel me? Like, like I before, like I, I live in Northland, and everybody know that I freaking hate <laughs> Northland. I hate it so bad. They could change the name, remodel it, whatever. The, the people still gonna be the people. You feel me? Yeah, but I yeah. also knew that I didn't want to stay with my mom. I knew I didn't want to stay with. Keisha down the street. I didn't want to house hop. I didn't want to do none of that. So I put my pride to the side and was like, all right, I'm gonna go ahead and 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 you know get apply for this apply for this house or whatever. So or apply for these apartments or whatever. So now I'm there and I'm like, I know I hate it, but at the same time, this is what I need right now. You you're making the like, best of it. Yeah. yeah. I ain't gotta go out and, and mingle with all the people out there that ain't what I wanted to say. <laughs> Right. I'm like, my bills are taken care of. I got a roof over me and my children's head. Like, I shouldn't be asking for more. I said, I should, I should want more and aspire to have more. But right now, this I should be I grateful. Yeah. I mean, and, and the sad thing is, like my cousin just mentioned, uh, it's sad, but it's stupid, but people do it every day. Somebody probably doing that right now. You know what I mean, but and I seen a, uh, I seen a meme a while ago. It was like <clears throat> it showed a guy sitting in the uh, sitting in his house, looked like he was like wheelchair bound, mm-hmm. looking at his window. Guy was catching the bus. He was like, "Man, wish I could walk." The guy that was standing at the bus stop seen a car go by. Man, I wish I had a car. The guy in the car seen somebody in a better car. Wish I had that car. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? So long story short, there's always somebody else with less than you that wishes they had what you had. You know what I mean?
So, like I said, just like it's, it's I don't think it's a point we're trying to keep up with everybody else. And then because I think that's just the biggest thing. That's why it's so uh, people get so ungrateful about it. You know, it's not even about keeping up with everybody else. It's about working for what you want. Like you're not going to get a Mercedes and you sleep till one o'clock p.m. You feel me? Your grind got to match your, your your dreams. Facts. You feel me? Yeah. Facts. You feel me? Yeah. So, if you're not where you want to be in life, <laughs> if you don't look the way you want to look, you're not in the house that you want to live in, maybe you need to switch up your grind. And I do want to point out, it's not bad to strive for better. You know what I mean? Maybe you are in a little hoopy. You know I mean? And you want to... But it's like Gang said, though, if you're not putting in the grind for what you want, you ain't going to never get it. And that's the same with even praying. You pray for whatever you want. But if you ain't working towards what you're praying for, it's never going to come for real, bro. Facts. You, know, you can't just have your hand out and think that it's, gonna it's fall. just going to fall. Right. Like I mean, <clears throat> even even for me, like, you know, I didn't know all of y'all forever. You know what I'm saying? My first car was a 92 Taurus. You couldn't, but you couldn't tell me shit. Like we was, we was, we was, we was, right. we was, right. we was, right. we was right. 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 That's where it all started at. You know what I'm saying? That was a $500 car. You feel me? And then, shit. Now, what? I'm 32 and able to pull a car off the lot. It's changed. You know what I'm saying? Like, just because, like Yang said, you got to, your grind got to match what you want. But at the same time, you got to start from somewhere. That's just my personal belief. Now, if you start off and somebody giving you a Benz or giving you Jordans or giving you whatever, you know what I'm saying? then of course you're not going to appreciate it because you didn't have to work for it. Mm-hmm. And then once you get out there and it's coming out of your pocket and it's off of your dollar, it's like, damn, this shit wasn't that easy. You feel me? Then then now you got to come down a little bit. Now your, your pride level, you get humbled, basically. I, I, like I said, I agree like, with that statement completely because I know as when I was young, when I was young, my mom used to just, you know, I was on the child, so I got pretty much everything that I wanted. Even though she told me I wasn't gonna get it, so. <laughs> See, I was the only child. I, I was the only child as well, but I didn't get everything that I wanted. But I definitely yeah, got what you needed. Everything that I needed. Now I, I was the middle child. I was abused. Tell me about My thing was like when I was young and my mom would just give me stuff. I'm like, yeah, I got this and I got that. I I remember. For Christmas, I had this uh like gas electric scooter thing, right? Right. Uh, you better not it, don't nobody better not steal it. You better not break it. You better not like all this and that. I'm like I'm like I hear you, I hear you, but shit, I took that motherfucker outside. Shit, I was letting I I was letting the whole neighborhood ride that motherfucker scooter. It was one time somebody rode off on a scooter and I ain't had a scooter. I didn't know where it was at. I'm like oh they better bring the scooter back because uh, <laughs> <laughs> mom. But it was like it's like I wasn't thinking about it until after when I was gonna have to face the consequences of not having it. You feel me? Like I was yeah. I was doing whatever with it, whatever. But now, even when it comes to my kids, like now when I get something myself, when I work towards something and I go and buy something myself, it's like, uh uh-uh, uh, nope. Right. If you do this, you better do this or whatever. Like it don't matter. <laughs> it don't matter 
what it is. You feel me? Like, I'm making sure that my car is together. I'm making sure that only people that I know, like, if I know, if I let you drive my car, I know if you mess it up, you gonna be like, all right, I know I fucked it up. I'm gonna get this fixed. Or if I fucked it up, I'll help you replace it or whatever. Because at the end of the day, it was my decision to let you let you use it. You feel me? Right. So I mean, I, and I feel you. I don't like, like, the car no more. Then. Oh, okay. that's, that's cool. <laughs> but you know, like we said, for everybody that's just uh, popping in on Facebook Live right now, what we're covering on is just people being ungrateful. Not not ungrateful as uh, receiving a gift, but ungrateful to the point where you you ask for it. it's something that you really wanted, and then by the time you get it, it's not exactly how you wanted it. How you wanted it. Whether, like I said, whether it's a spouse. Whether it's a car, whether it's a, a a TV, anything, you know, you might be like, "Hey, I just want to, I just want a, a house for me and my kids to live in," and then you might end up just getting a little two bedroom apartment. It doesn't matter; it's it's yours. You know what I mean? You worked for what you worked for. Just take pride in what you have, because if you can't take pride in what you have now, why why should you be blessed with something bigger or better? You know what I'm saying? So, and that's just something that like. As kids growing up, that I had to learn, cause like I said, when my first car, man, we dogged that mug. You know what I mean? I ain't gonna tire popped off on Main Street. Yeah, man, a lot of people don't know about that. <laughs> I and I got that fixed, and we still drove that mug until I got me another one. But you know what I'm saying? It was stages. You feel me? I had a Taurus, then I had an '87 Bonneville, then I had a Jeep Cherokee, then I moved up to a uh, an Explorer. Then I, you know what I'm saying? It was stages, and then yeah. each time. I felt I worked a little bit harder. I grinded a little bit harder for what I actually wanted. So, and I, and I am gonna say also, like aside from uh, the material standpoint, as far as the fellas though, but you got a woman and she trying, but you gotta appreciate that too. Even as far as individuals and even outside of relationships, just relationships with people, friendships. Yeah, you know I mean, and all of that, like that goes full. We all got ungrateful uh, friends and all that, but there's nothing worse than an ungrateful partner for real. I mean, but if, they, but if they ungrateful, then fucking see, leave. That's I mean, whole, I know that's that. But another, that's a whole other that's, that's what I was that's saying. We talking about being ungrateful just as an individual. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Couple, that's a whole other discussion because I ain't even going to lie to you. Like, I try to get my woman everything she asks for. I ain't even going to lie. Everything she asks for, no matter what. If I got it, I don't. Me, or if I don't, I try to get her everything she asks for. I don't. Because I mean, I try to. If you don't get it, somebody else going to get it. And she going to go other places trying to find it. So as a man, you feel me? You got to provide for your woman, meaning you got to pay all the bills. You got to, you feel me? You got to pay all the bills and let her buy the extra shit. Like, I, don't, I, don't buy the I mean, shit. but I don't, she a real like woman, one. she shouldn't want you to pay all the bills and know that, that that's all you got. But, but as a man, but one. I pay all the bills... I know my house is going to be taken care of. I know my kids going to be taken care of. But, but I know what year, what year are you living in, Yank? What year I are you mean, living in? I know in? it's 2019. It's 2019, but, but at the but, same but time, the it's not about... It's 2019, not the year the mentality is but what, I, but what I'm saying is... But what I'm saying is a, a part of man in the fuck up is this. It's not about paying for everything that she need or everything that she want. I don't give her everything that she want. I give her everything that she need. So the thing is, any man can buy her what she want. But can any man give her what she need? Um, my baby want red lobster. We going to red lobster. That's cool. Right. But if your but what if your baby need motivation and motivator, anybody can buy you some. I got, you that, some, too. Uh, I got but, that too. But you but see I, what I'm saying? I'll anybody can buy you some uh some lobster and some shrimp. But who gonna sit down when it when it's tough? It's, it's, it's not about just as much as he pushing you. Right. But as the man, what we all we also getting off topic. 
We yeah, went with all right. The, the, the last thing, hold on. Ruled out my two cents. I, I mean, go ahead. You, you the one that slid yeah, it. I slid it. I can't say this, though. On top of that, the discrepancy of what I have, what you did say, what a part of what you did say, man, is yes, us and man, yes, we supposed to get him the moon, stars, and everything else. For one, the only flaw in that is that I still leave it, thing one, so. And then for two, if I can't do it, and you know I can't do it, and you go looking elsewhere, bye. But but it's but bye. we still getting off topic, but, We're not talking about relationships. That was definitely last week. Yeah, yeah. It just I don't know. <laughs> but, you know but you know, just, just <laughs> but you know, but that's but that's why midweek I get on Facebook, I ask people like, hey, what do y'all want to hear us talk about on this next show? So that way we can already have it premeditated, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So we can have it structured and everything like that. So everybody that's watching, if you have a, a topic that you would like us to discuss or be a part of the discussion, get on Facebook and shoot us the message. You know what I mean? So moving on, <laughs> moving on with this one, tis the season. It is around Hall- Halloween. So for me, I personally love Halloween. And I just want to take time to see if y'all had any actual, like, fun times, memories, games, stuff that y'all usually do around this time. Man, I got a memory. When I was a kid, when I was a kid, man, my parents used to take me out for trick-or-treating. And I had these friends that lived right behind my grandma. They lived right behind my grandma. And they didn't do Halloween. They didn't fuck with Halloween at all. Like, at all. So, like... They put signs on these houses and on people knock on their door. They be like, "Go away!" Right? Like it just be crazy. But Halloween as a whole, like in the childhood, like that shit was lit. Like we used to go out to the white neighborhoods and get them big candy bars and money and shit. Like lit, lit. Yeah, I mean, when I was a kid, I always had I always had fun around Halloween as well. Like I did have one scary moment that I didn't know was scary. So uh, I guess it was this this guy on the block, man, that either people thought was a pedophile or whatever. I don't know if it was proven or not. (laughs) But like I said, I I was a kid. I I mean, I don't know if the shit was proven or not. But, uh, you know, uh, that year my parents weren't able to uh, give me like a souped up ass costume or nothing like that. So I had on some little shit, you know, use my imagination. Nah, <laughs> definitely, <laughs> definitely wasn't the bed sheet. Definitely wasn't the bed sheet. Definitely wasn't the bed sheet. I mean, if anybody know my mom, you know she was creative as shit. Make it happen. You know what I'm saying? So I still was enjoying my night. We get down to his house. Me and a couple kids go up there. You know, trick or treat. You feel me? He like you get to me like, all right, uh, is this a trick or a treat? With some candy in his hand, but he got to like pull back. So I'm like. Huh. Trick, huh. and I snatched that motherfucker. <laughs> so I, I snatched it and then I ran, I ran back, laughing and shit. So I guess he started yelling and stuff like that, like "Oh, your child, da 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 da." So moms went off on him and everything like that. Like I said, I didn't know the whole little mm-hmm. little stint, but I tormented that man for like the next three years. I already knew how he felt because <laughs> my mom's going off. It was like, no, we, gotta, okay. we gotta go upstairs. We gotta get the fuck out of here. Because this shit gonna come back on us. Period. <laughs> time to go. But between that, just growing up, man, it was, but we all lived in a different time back then. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't know, from, from just regular trick-or-treating to uh, doing shit I wasn't supposed to do. Like now, you can't even let your woman and your kids go out by themselves. You like can't. You gotta go. You gotta strap up for Halloween. You gotta, man. 
Hey, for everybody listening, protect y'all kids this Halloween. Check they motherfucking candy. That shit is not out of style. I swear to God, it's not. Motherfuckers are sicker than they was when we was kids. Yeah, definitely. I mean, I I, I check I check bags all the time, but it's also those people who don't believe in Halloween at all. They don't let the kids dress up. They take it as a uh, uh, like a, a demon's holiday or something like that. And for those people, man, if that's how you feel, that's how you feel. But at the same time, if you have young kids, man, let, let them, let them, let them, like, you never know, your child might not want to grow up, might not want to be a, a devil for Halloween. Maybe they want to be a freaking unicorn. Let them dress up as a, a fucking uniform, a unicorn, a butterfly. Unicorn and I got, I only got, like, <laughs> special. two stories. One of them, as I get what you saying, like, I mean, I'm not really big on Halloween as far as, like, where it came from, little stuff like that, but. One story is, uh, I don't know, my brother helped some dude cut some grass and dude ran off. So instead of going bag snatching with ABR Eternal, you know what I mean? Way back in the day, we had to be like 14. I had spent my whole Halloween looking for this nigga, bro. Oh, we got that money back. And then the second one, oh, no, nah, that was funny. I couldn't wait to see his ass. Yeah, that was that. Yeah, that's good. Money. I ain't going to say his name, but I embarrass that motherfucker. Anyway, second one. I ain't gonna lie. I gave my son the dopest outfit. Me and his mom was like three years ago, bro. Got him the Don of the Day mask. Had a spongy ass beater on. He went his uh, Diablo. Ah, oh, that was the illest. He was the illest nigga on the block, bro. I'm telling you, he light skin. I mean, he don't look Puerto Rican, but he, oh, he got Puerto Rican in him. Oh, I'm just saying, though. I'm just saying. There ain't nothing against y'all. But I'm just saying, though. It was cool. He had the little what? blood scout. I'm like, what? You don't run with light skin, niggas, boy. What's <laughs> y'all at? Yeah, that's a whole other topic, big fella. Hey, you all number down here, right, buddy. Don't forget where you are. Just because y'all are on your lives, don't forget where you are. Oh, you yeah. <laughs> <laughs> See what I'm saying? See what I'm saying? You start running the podcast. You put people in front of the mic. It's other ways to have fun with your kids. I mean, it's definitely other ways to have fun with your kids. Church, but what about church? What about trunk or treat? What about going to your job? Yeah. And you can do you can do all of that, but at the same time, well, it's not in the streets. It's not about it's not about your actual. It's about the kids. That's what it's about. Now, if you're still having fun with your kids, that's cool. Like we don't always go trick or treating. Sometimes we sit in the house, watch scary movies. You know, junk food. Caramel apples, car pumpkins, stuff like that. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Like, you know, my son, everybody who know me and know my son, he is the scariest oh, kid God. I freaking know. Like, <laughs> yes, you can't I literally just took him in the Halloween spirit store. He was in there screaming the whole time, Can we please go? Get me out of here. I mean, like he he don't he not with the shit at all. Right. But he likes to go trick or treat, and if for whatever reason he can go trick or treat, and then knowing that it's scary mask on the street, I, okay I guess he just that. don't pay attention to it because he in the process like, oh, I'm going I to the house to get, get some, some candy. candy. Right. But I, I really, I just ask my kids like, what y'all want to do for this Halloween? If y'all want to go trick or treat, and even if I can't afford it, I figure out a way yeah. to get my kids a costume, and we gonna go trick or treating or. Right. You feel me? Like, or I'm a, or they, shit, I ask them, like, y'all want to just hand out candy? Y'all can dress up, run around in the park a lot, and if y'all want to hand out candy, we can do that. Like, I literally try to give, and I try to give my kids, like, an option, you feel me? And a lot of people, a lot of my friends are, I'm not really friends, because, you know, y'all, we the tribe. y'all, yeah, y'all, basically all I got. Um, even the one that's not here, hey, girl, because <laughs> she watching, but, um, <laughs> I, I like I try to give them an option, but a lot of people be like, uh-uh, and they kids, 
you need to be the boss. You need to tell your kids what they doing. I don't know why you, why you I mean, uh, giving them the, an option. But at, at the, the same day, time, I give them as an option. Yeah, I mean, at the end of the day, it's still whatever you do rules anyway. But at the same time, at least speaking for myself, when I grew up, I was like, man, I wish I had had more of a d- decision making. Mm-hmm. The thing is, I think parents pull that decision making out of their kid's life and it's always whatever my parents say or do. Mm-hmm. And then as they get older, they don't know how to make those type of decisions for themselves. Even though that's another topic, so I'm not mm-hmm. going to go too far on that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but, we'll be back next week maybe with that uh, <laughs> <laughs> All right, if y'all remember it, so I can write it down. <laughs> you got a right there. Right <laughs> right but for now, I'm talking. You see what I'm saying? See what I'm saying? <laughs> but uh, the topic is, bro, we're we talking about just Halloween, just different times, stories, memories, and then at this moment, it's, uh, certain parents that don't really agree with Halloween kind of take that away from their children. Like anybody that knows me and knows my oldest, Ariana, she's one of the most sweetest little girls you'll ever meet. But her birthday is is in October and she loves Halloween. Mm-hmm. Last year, she wanted to be a zombie. All right. So you're going to be a zombie if you want to. You know what I'm saying? I didn't agree with the makeup because she looked like she was uh, cast off a of dead president last year. <laughs> but you know, that's but that's what she wanted to do. You know what I mean? Like, and I like you said, we I asked my children like, hey, well, do you want to go trick or treating? Do you want to pass out candy? Do you want to go to a, a certain party? Or because if you tell me no, you you have to listen to your kids. If you just make them do everything, then. And not you're not listening. You know what I'm saying? If they're like, hey, I don't really want to. I'm really not feeling trick-or-treating this year. Then it could be, why? Well, I'm nervous about such and such. Then then your antennas can be up. But if you're like, nah, you you doing what you doing what I say you do, then that that kind of throws them off. You know what I'm saying? That throws off their balance. Um, but all in all, man, it's around it's it's Halloween time. Just like uh, like Gang said, be mindful. Watch your kids go up to the house. You know, don't just get caught up in doing all your shenanigans to where you're not paying attention to your children. Don't um, let that phone interfere with your children's safety. Man, because I check all my kids' shit. Like, and, and my kids' candy bag, all the Snickers is bad. <laughs> all the Snickers is bad. Because I'm eating them all. I mean, I, I, I mean, definitely, you know, any good parent always checks. Check. You, know, you never let you take it. Take it. Take it. I mean, I've been checking. I've been checking bags for years. You know, mm-hmm. it's always my kids, my nieces, everybody. You know what I'm saying? So when they come in, everybody's bag is on the table at one time. So it's gonna be, it's <laughs> so, gonna be the first year the whole tribe go out for trick or treat. Uh, probably. I'm being worse. I'm dropping my kids off for y'all. Uh, but like, but like you just said. <laughs> Uh, you, a man got to be out there with his with his woman and his kids, right? For sure. I also got to work as well, so somebody got to be here to walk with him. <laughs> but uh, oh yeah, you know. I do got a question before we do change topics, though. And this is like, who is y'all favorite killers, though? Like mine's personally, my man always been Mike, though. Mike been that man, bro. Especially on the new one, Mike come driven. Sticks to one, one, one purpose, one dream. I'm going to get you. I'm going to get you. And Mike, is, Mike is Mike is the professional. Walk your ass down. No matter how fast you run it, Michael Myers ain't never ran for nobody. He gonna walk your ass down and he gonna kill your ass. But my favorite, my favorite of all time, 
and it's a new school killer. It gotta be Jigsaw. Because Jigsaw <laughs> tearing your motherfucking ass apart. He tearing you apart and yeah. telling you why he did it and Explain making you motherfucking you. regret everything you did in life. And, and, I, and I'm all about revenge. And he, he like, he like, even if, uh, like, he tell you the rules, right? And mm-hmm. you think that's it. Like, that's the rules. I'm going to survive as long as I play by the rules. Nah. It's some underlying story the to that shit. rules might lose an eye, but you're going to live. <laughs> right. Because you've been looking at them little girls. You're you going to lose an eye, motherfucker, but you're going to live. You might be I fucked with Jess, so. Mm-hmm. What about you, Jess? Who your favorite? I don't know. I kind of like, I like, I love them because, like, I really wasn't into the whole... Michael Myers, Freddy Krueger, and all them. My things was like paranormal activity and Annabelle and shit like that. Oh, you feel so, You like all of them. <laughs> you, like, you, like, 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 you like possessed motherfuckers. Yeah, okay. I, you know. uh, I'm kind. I got two. Now my first one is, is the original Chucky. All right. Man, cause bro, oh, Chucky was Of course, that's not that new. Why would I be talking about this new Chucky? No, I'm talking about I'm talking about Charles Lee Ray. That's what I'm talking about. Man, Chucky was a savage, man. All he wanted to do was kill people. That was it. He wasn't Mike Myers, always looking after one girl. He wasn't Jason, just killing teenagers in the woods. He killed everybody. He don't care. He was trying to kill little Andy for years. You know what I'm saying? He didn't give a fuck. Nah, he didn't give a shit. And he is. He wanted to be Andy. Andy 50 now. Yeah. He finally got him, too. Andy did now. But anyway, and then my second, and if you follow me on Facebook, I just made a post about it. It's Candyman. Until this day, I will never I say. God, I ain't saying. I never say Candyman five times in the year. I ain't saying Candyman five times in the year. I see that one video. How old I get? I'm not saying Candyman Ooh, five times in the year. Never. Let me tell y'all. Uh, I'm gonna make it short. I was young. I don't even know if Lindsay was there. I was always the youngest person running around with Lindsay. My cousin Danny and whoever else was back then. So if y'all watching this, y'all gonna remember this story precisely. They took me over some dude house. His mama was never there. So I, it probably was about Halloween time. Shut up. <laughs> it probably was Halloween time. I think the dude name was Tyrone. I'm not sure, but I think his name was Tyrone. We was in that house, they cut off all the lights. Mind you, I'm the youngest person here, so I'm scared as fuck, but I'm trying to I'm trying to be a G because you know I'm with all the old people. They cut off all the lights. He had this bath in the bathroom, it was a, a wall length mirror. Oh, okay. And they like, all right, we about to do it. We about to do the candy man thing. So we turn the lights off, they go into the bathroom. As soon as they go in the bathroom, they close the door, they did it. Mm-hmm. I don't know to this day, I still don't know if it was really somebody messing with us or not. But they was like, it was like, they said it, they came out the bathroom, and all of a sudden you hear, we all in the front room in a little circle talking, and all you hear is the shit in the kitchen, like, doom, doom, like, shit falling and shit. And I was like, I'm leaving. <laughs> I'm like, baby, I'm going home. <laughs> I mean, but, like, to be honest, when I was younger, I did a, we did a lot of just spooky stuff, you know what I'm saying? Like, Back when the uh, Boys and Girls Club was jumping and all of that. Uh, okay. Right. So, uh, That's it. That's uh, all right. We've seen it so many times. <laughs> but, you know, it's uh, we used to do the, the uh, what was it, Bloody Mary in the mirror, all of that. And, you know, if you mm-hmm. used to go down to the Boys and Girls Club, go down to the locker rooms, all the lights be out, mm-hmm. go into the little mirror. Oh, man. 
and now all the older kids just be hidden places. So, oh, there ain't nothing. Then they get to running out and touching you and shit. Yeah, it was crazy because I think we trampled a girl on the steps. It was bad. But uh, <laughs> I didn't. But anyway, she lived. She was fine. She was okay. She went home. <laughs> she went home. She made it home. But yeah, it, it is a uh, season for Halloween. So dress up, have fun, man. Do it for the kids. Be safe. Uh, be safe. Make sure y'all watch watch the uh, the candy. You know what I mean. And just pay attention to the people in your neighborhood, man. If somebody paying a little bit too much attention, make sure you notice that. So uh, with that being said, we're gonna be right back after a brief break. So this is first class, and we'll be right back. Hold up. It's first class, baby. We back after that brief break. Now, I'm going to take this time. I am starting to do uh, advertising. So if you are an entrepreneur, you want uh, anywhere from 30 seconds to a minute commercial on air, please hit us up. You hit us up on Facebook at First Class Podcast Media. You can just send us a message, send a, uh, send a, a typed up <clears throat> ad that you would like us to put on our show. And we can talk all the numbers and crunch them out then. So continuing on with the show, if you're just checking in, we got our co-host, Funny Guy and James is in the building as always. Yeah, yeah. Jazzy in the booth. I'm feeling like I really need a kind of a nickname or something because, yeah, you know, Jazzy. He, he Funny oh, Guy he James, jazz. I'm just Jazz. Like, well, I one, need some extensions to that. He, he, came, the short hair. <laughs> he came up with Funny Guy James. Yeah. I'm funny. I'm hilarious. I'm fucking hilarious. And then we also got our we also got our guest, uh, Chris Yank. Chris Yank in the building. One of the hottest promoters in, in the Man, city. I am the hottest promoter. Not one of the hottest. All right. Yeah. You know. <laughs> Everybody, I am promoter and host. I host all the big concerts and all that shit. You feel me? And I have shit lit. All right, cool. Why didn't you say that in the beginning when I said describe what you do? You said it a little bit. Yeah. Kind of, a little bit. I forgot about I was the best. You forgot about I was the best. Don't call it DJ Khaled. Well, we're going to keep on pushing on with the show. Uh, this is our last topic. Our last topic is, and this is from James, um, not rushing the process. So just kind of open up and elaborate on what you mean about as far as not rushing the process. I just basically came from a... Uh, since I was younger, like, I always wanted what a lot of older cats had, though, for real. Like, uh, I wanted to have everything in order, like, all my ducks in a row be stable. And that's financially, mentally, uh, love, life, like, everything. And I used to get sick and tired when all the OGs and the old heads I used to talk to, like, man, it's going to come, and you can't rush that. You can't rush nothing. But what you can do is enjoy the road to greatness. And that was something... It just hit me now. Like, I'm 28, and I'm just like, this is what they mean now. So even with the setbacks, the minor setbacks I have now in life, I'm just like, you know what? I'm going to just take that. I don't even get mad. I don't even get sad no more. I just be like, it is what it is. Something better is right around the corner. And that's, I still feel like that's a hard concept to kind of grasp. Just enjoying I mean, your trip. I mean, it's it's tough. But like we said on the last show, man, some of the, the biggest uh, most controversial topics or, or, or problems have the simplest answers. You know what I'm saying? Like me and you, me and you've talked about that simple thing before. It's just a simple fact of we talked about it on first class before as well. You cannot rush the process. You know what I mean? Everything happens in its time. Like we talked about on the on the first topic as far as um, 
as far as uh, being ungrateful and and having to take those those steps to get there. Like if if you had everything at twenty five, then you probably wouldn't appreciate it as much as if you if it happened now. You know what I mean? Like you can. It's a such thing as over planning. You know what I mean? You can plan and plan and plan and plan, and then when things don't fall in how you how you want them to fall, then your then your whole world crumble. You know what I mean? So it's always a process to to everything, and sometimes that is a a, a tougher pill to swallow, especially when you want to achieve so much. But you, that's just a in simple terms, you just gonna have to wait on it. Just wait on it. Work on it. My uh my thing my biggest thing was like my education. Like, I wanted to have that degree. I wanted to have, you know, like I always knew what I wanted to be. I just didn't want to wait to be it. Like, I wanted right. to do it fast track. And I and I looked into all the short options. Like, I wanted to do the doula training academy. But if I would have did the doula training academy, I wouldn't be able to work in the hospital. Then I'm like, okay, well, if I, if I, do, if I do become a registered nurse so I could be a doula, then I could just go to like Hondros or Brightwood or whatever. But then I, I started seeing all this stuff about how, yeah, you could go to these schools and be certified and have a, you know, have a degree in it. But, but a lot of jobs don't respect the school. Like a lot of jobs be like, oh, no, you don't have the, the acquired experience that we looking for to be this. So I had to like take a step back and think about it. Like, all right. Yeah, this is I know for sure this is what I want to be. So let me take the time and work hard to get to where I need to be at instead of thinking I'm going to just wake up tomorrow and just have it. I mean, yeah, and I think it's a problem as people, just as society in the way the trends is. Like, you can do most of your shopping online. Like, even your, your day-to-day shopping. Like, you can do your grocery shopping online. I just found that out, bro. I thought she was bullshitting when, when she told me that. I'm like, man, nah, you, you, was, you, was, you was late, late. Somewhere to where they already either you can have them delivered or you can just go pick them up. Don't even gotta get out the car. Don't even they they drop them off to you. But what I'm saying is, as society, we we look for those shortcuts and ways to to skip the line. Rather like, oh okay, like, well, just let's take it something simple. Like just getting into a club or a party. Like, all right, how much do I gotta pay to skip all these people? Like, okay, you're trying to shortcut. Yeah, you might have to spend a little bit more money, but you get everybody getting into the same party, but you just getting in there a little bit faster. But being in there faster, you know what I'm saying? Like just getting getting to where you want to go faster, you miss a lot of different experiences. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like I had a similar uh, experience, like what Jazzy's talking about is I went to a school to be an apprentice electrician and uh, it was an accelerated program. I finished the program. I had like a B plus average. I really did my thing. And um, when I got out and started looking for electrician work, every place that I went, they they was like, well, what school did you go to? Oh, it's an accelerated program. Oh, there's no way you can you can fit three years into those couple months. You know what I mean? We, we need you to actually have that experience. So and it didn't matter what I showed them. I, I brought my transcripts. I'm like, hey, look, I, I've, you know, they built a model house. We had to wire it up. I put in a bus stuck in the ceiling. I've been on. A, I'm OSHA certified. I'm NIST certified. Mm-hmm. Like, you know what I mean? I had my certificates. I had my certifications and everything. But they just they didn't agree with that shortcut. You know what I mean? So they couldn't even 
didn't nobody even want to take me on as an apprentice at all. Don't nobody want nobody who don't got reliable experience. experience. Like something to wear, like, have you ever been shocked before? Like any electrician will tell you, like, yeah, I've been shocked. <laughs> like you, you should know how many volts yeah. it takes to kill a person. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like just because you didn't got popped a couple times, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But at the same time, you know, we got to stop trying to go through all these shortcuts. So do you, would everybody agree here that sometimes it's like, and the one thing that I did learn from that was that, like, especially growing up and maturing, the actual word maturing, sometimes it's like your failures is not even, your successes kind of build who you are, but it's your failures that really build you as a character and an individual. I mean, I agree, like we've been saying earlier this year, we're not taking losses this year. We're learning lessons. Man, when I say, bro. This shit, this shit hit home, like, trusting the process, that shit hit home because I didn't even, man, when I first started throwing parties, bro, my first party, I took home $3,000, my very first party. Like, Hold on, time, out, time out. I'm going to have to cut you off real quick. And you couldn't even give your brother $20? Hold on. No, I'm just playing. No, my <laughs> just first playing. party, I took home $3,000. That's after I paid everybody. My next 10 parties... I think I paid over 500 loss, straight losses, right. loss after loss after loss after loss. Right. And shit, I'm here right now where motherfuckers just paying me to show up type shit. Right. So basically what you're saying is you had to go through those. Took, I had plenty trial. of chances to quit. You had to go through that trial and error to get to where you at now. Yeah, I had plenty of chances to quit. Now I'm talking on the radio. Now I'm hosting all the big concerts. Any fucking big celebrity they bring into the city, they call me. Right. You feel me? And, that, and if I would have quit back then, I would have never been where I'm at right now. Right. And and that's and that's part of what I was saying, uh, saying, James. Like you have to, you have to go through that. Like, and that's what anything you can even break it down into to the sports at, atmosphere or anything. Like if you give up when it's tough, then you're never going to even see your full potential. You know what I'm saying? Like, hey, this is not like we talked about being uh, ungrateful. You know what I mean? Like, all right. I didn't expect to go through this little tough time right here. I thought I was going to do this, and then this was going to happen, and then after that, this was going to happen, like you said, having your ducks in a row. Sometimes them ducks going to always get off path. You know what I'm saying? It's still, it don't matter how far they get off path as long as they get to where they're going. You feel me? Like, And that's why I chose the quote that I chose earlier. You know what I mean? It's the fact that just because it, it takes you a little bit longer than most, does not mean that you fail. Like, it might not, like, I'll take myself, for instance, I might not get it all together until I'm 40. But once I'm 40, if it's all together then, it's all together then. You know what I'm saying? It doesn't matter how long it That's takes you. Like, uh, like, if you skip all the hard shit, you miss the most important parts. Oh, yeah. You're going to be Fact. weak when you get to that position and you're going to be ill-prepared and you're gonna be unprepared, you're not gonna be ready for all the tasks they throw at you, and you're gonna eventually lose that spot and start where you started from. Yeah. So I uh, figure going through all the hard shit is completely worth it, no matter how much you cry, no matter how much you bleed, no matter how much you bump your motherfucking head. And that's what it's all about. Because like I said, like we like I said, we didn't we didn't t- had a lot of different topics on the show. Just over the, the the last what six seven months, you know what I mean. But at and what we always say is is you got to have balance. You know what I mean. Nobody is always winning. Just because it might look like they're always winning, nobody is always winning. 
everybody that's trying to push for something or strive for something hits that hits those bumps in the road. You know what I mean? It's you know even even doing the podcast. It's a couple times where I'm like, man, where do I go from here? Like, how do I take this podcast to another level? How do I? You know what I mean? That those are things that I actually think about quite often. You know, and even taking it back a step further and talking about the magazine. I was trying to do the magazine for like seven years. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? All those little bumps in the road, I used to feel bad about. But I feel like if I never went through any of that, then I probably wouldn't be in front of this mic right now. You know what I mean? It's not about how many times. It's not about how many times you fall. It's about how you get up. So. And that's, I don't even know. Uh, you probably don't even hear this uh, as much as you should. But as your co-host, friend, your brother, bro, I'm proud of you, my G. For Thank real, you, appreciate from, it. From the relationship to, you know what I mean, to taking that big step, to getting married, to the magazine, to now look at where we at, bro, to the house, to the cars, like everything you've accomplished from the time I've met. I'm proud of you, homie, for real. Word up to you, for real. Appreciate it, man. Appreciate it. And But like I said, like, and what you, like I said, what you wanting to do this actual topic right here. I mean, to kind of touch on for me, because it is, like I said earlier, me and Yank, we was riding around in a 92 Taurus or a 87 box frame Bonneville <laughs> with a sunburn hood. I remember one time, man, my something was going bad under the engine and my car used to squeak air, like screech. We riding through downtown, niggas trying to cover their face like, man, I don't want to, I don't want nobody to see me. And I'll never forget it. And I told him, I'm like... You go if you gonna if you, I'm like if you gonna hide your face, you might as well get out get out and catch the bus with the rest of them. We going past the hub, nigga. We riding. Yeah. I don't care if the car is screeching or not. They waiting on the but, bus. But that's just that's just we a of, uh, motherfuckers. Motherfuckers are scared to to let people know the real them. To let people know what's really going on. Like ever since like Facebook and shit started, like everybody on Facebook and social media and Instagram and shit, everybody making. Making it seem like they on a vacation. Right. Like you know how you go on vacation, you see every every let everybody see all the lavish and all the fine shit you're doing. And that's what social media is. Motherfuckers don't let their struggles be known on social media. Motherfuckers, you feel me? Motherfuckers I mean, don't some, want their friends to know them some, like that. Some people and that's do. why I say people you meet on social media ain't your real friends. Because they they get to, they got this image of you in their head that you put on for them for social media. And I agree, and most of that I agree to a certain extent. Because those are people that maybe you don't even know them personally, but they add you on Facebook or Instagram or whatever, like your posts, whatever, whatever. But at the same time, you still have those people that they treat social media as a personal diary or journal. They talk about everything. They talk about they they talk about the ups. They talk about the downs. They talk about the in betweens. Like it's a chick on Facebook right now that you probably know every time she in a relationship and what happened in it because. She talk about it, you know, like social media is, is exactly what it is. It's supposed to be social. Like me personally, I don't really. It's either for business purposes or just to share a couple laughs, couple jokes and, you know, memories. I, I originally got on Facebook just to stay connected with people that I actually knew. That that was my original reason for, for getting social media in general. You know what I mean? Because over the years. Something that hit me kind of early that I already expected is the older we get, the more the more uh, out of touch you get. You know, it's, 
how many people do you see that you've known since middle school? You know what I'm saying? You really don't see those people. I just uh, I just started working with a guy that I literally didn't know through middle school, high school, played ball with him and everything. And I didn't even know he was still living in Dayton, let alone Ohio. You know what I'm saying? Man, and that's a that's 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 funny you bring that up because like I just recently seen a nigga that I went to high school with. High school. Like that wasn't really that long ago. But shit. I, <laughs> <laughs> shit. I, I, I'm about to celebrate my twenty first birthday. Still doing cursing. They were cursing. Nah, I seen this dude outside of the gas station that I went to high school with. Don't and he like shit. Hold on. He wasn't even doing the same shit. Like this this nigga was strung out on drugs, drugs. Like he had, he came up to me. He was like he was like, You got some dog food? And I looked at him like I looked at him like what your dog like your dog ain't ate or something like you feel right. like what's going on like you can't feed your dog I got you right like, he like nah I want some hair on for me and then that dog just instant, dog yeah food. that just right. instantly like shook me like you feel me like oh this is what my mama meant by choose your friends wisely yeah. by watch who you surround yourself with yeah. A lot of people that I could have seen myself surrounded with in high school, a lot of them motherfuckers dead or in jail, and they doing they doing big time. Right. So it's like it's like that I made them right decisions to select who my friends was, select the motherfuckers who made right decisions for themselves. We are we also we it's also <laughs> we, we also talked about that on a previous show as well, and uh, if I can remember correctly, you you can't pick. The family that you was born into, but you can pick the family that you create. Sometimes the family you was born into, the most disloyal motherfuckers you'll meet. Yeah, but that's not what we're talking about. I feel you, but that's what I'm saying. You can't pick them, but you can pick the the family that you create. Like right now, I'm doing a podcast with my y'all family. You know what I'm saying? I wasn't. We wasn't all. We ain't bloodline. Everybody here was fucking handpicked. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, shit, I still remember the day your goofy ass ran up to the car to get something. I didn't know who the fuck he was. <laughs> <laughs> like, hey, man, Ed told me to get get his shoes. What? Then you said it twice. I think I made you say it like three times. Like, who the fuck? Where did you? I was about to steal on you. Nah. You wasn't, you, that, that was, you wasn't about that life. You definitely. Was skinny. You were skinny <laughs> as shit. 120 pounds. Soaker so, so wet. Boy, you was, your little ass was like, you stuttered tw- both times. Like, uh. You Ed's friend, right? <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. Oh, I'm his, I'm his cousin. Oh, oh, he said, he said, yeah. Ed told me to come get this jersey, <laughs> and Ed never told this motherfucker to come get the jersey. He just stole the jersey, and Ed was mad at me, like, you gave that nigga my jersey. <laughs> <laughs> like, shit, he said you said it, and that's how me and this nigga met. But I'm saying that, but that's just how far we go back. You know what I'm saying? Like, like, uh. Like James, man, me and you, we talk all the time, and you always be like, "Shit, bro, what like, what was you like when you was younger?" Mm-hmm. Fucking wow, bro, running with this motherfucker, like man, I was kicking in doors. I was, hey, shh, we don't really, we really, shit. Yeah, we don't no, we get everything you say can and will be used against you. It was already used. I would have killed. He said, "My time paid." But that's what, but that's what I, that's what I was telling you before. Like, it's a whole nother life back then. You know what I'm saying? Like, I seen a. I seen a post today, somebody uh, on Facebook, man, somebody posted, but just like, it's niggas that's 30 plus that's trying to act tough now. All right, man, come on, man. We did that shit when we was in our 20s. 
now now being a gangster or being a thug is taking care of your kids and 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 trying to provide a better well being for your future. You know what I'm saying? And the and the one thing I do gotta say, and I actually uh, just remembered this, and this gonna open up partially a whole another can of worms. So I'm gonna keep it short, keep it brief, and make a stab at it. And that's that. Like my man's my man's got the uh, got Jordan on his shirt. And, uh, yeah, I mean, say what you will about the man, but you know what I mean, if you know anything about Jordan, you know he didn't make a a couple of his high school trials and stuff. But it's trust the process for real, for real. And really, I can't even follow Jordan for how he do people. That's a whole nother can of worms and topic. But I ain't gonna lie. If Jordan probably would have made it those times that he didn't make it in high school and as far as the trials, he would not be Michael Jordan. People would not be no Michael Jordan. There would be somebody else on the shoes for it. Yeah, I mean, even what you always say, trust the process. Period. I mean, you you have to, man. Like like just that's just as simple as what we're talking about. It's just the fact of all the all the uh, sports idols and and people that we like to follow between the uh, between the Jordans, the Kobe's, the LeBrons, the whatever. If it wasn't if it wasn't for somebody else pushing through, then they wouldn't have probably got that motivation to push through. You know what I'm saying? Like everybody had to start somewhere. I'm pretty sure all these sports figures that that we look up to at one point was like, man, fuck this. Like, nah, is it worth it? But something something told them that it was worth it. So with us uh, common folk <laughs> working on nine to five, trying to, you know, we're not billionaires, millionaires or whatever yet. Yeah. yeah. But you got to look at your situation and, and figure out, is it worth it? Hey, and as far as as far as like looking at your situation, hey, I'm like the main motherfucking, I'm the poster child for that shit. Because when I worked, when I started working at nine to five, Man, I work with so many motherfuckers that look at me like, nigga, you got a job? Mm-hmm. I mean, you ain't never had no job, job. Like, you feel me? Right, you been <laughs> right, you been Tommy for years. But you feel me? Niggas got to bubble down to feed their kids and do what they got to do. Yeah, but as long as it's like like we're talking about, it's all about a process. It's all about a goal. You know what I mean? If you you striving for something, you know what I'm saying? It's Something came up in your life to where you was like, all right, host some parties. That's one thing. All right, it's time for me to do a not Give me a nine to five. Flip the script to, to do whatever is your next, your next step, your next piece. You know what I mean? Like, just in this thing that we call life, man, nothing is ever given. You know what I mean? And even if it is given, it's probably not what you want anyway. <laughs> you know what I mean? The things that's worth having is worth working for. You know, so you're going to have bumps, you're going to have ups and downs, you're going to have storms. It's about pushing through and keep grinding. So at this point of the show, we're going to end up wrapping it up. I'm going to let y'all uh, go ahead, go down the line and give y'all closing remarks. Go ahead, go ahead, go ahead, give your last remarks. All right. He called a nigga Chris? Yes, he called him Chris. Who is Chris? I'm Chris Yang. <laughs> hey, hey, hold on. I, I do, I do that. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Real quick, real quick. Before we close, man, I hate it when people call this man Chris. Like, for years, they be like, such and such, I'm here with Chris. I'm like, who the fuck is Chris? They be like, like, for real, like, no, seriously, though. Like, I'm with Chris. Who, who the fuck is Chris? You know Chris. Your, your brother. Man, I ain't got no brother's name, Chris. 
name your brother. So I, I get the name and them. <laughs> Chris don't pop pop up. They're like Yank. I'm like, oh, well, call him Yank. Don't call him Chris. Who the fuck is Christopher? Christopher. But now, nah, go ahead, Chris Yank, man. We're closing remarks. So closing remarks. I'm gonna run down. I'm running down a whole line of topics. We did breast. We did breast cancer. That's my job. So my closing remarks to that is: make sure you watch your elders, take care of your people. Your grandparents is everything to you. You feel me? Like a lot of people don't got their grandparents and didn't realize how valuable their grandparents was until they left. And then I got one grandma left, and I love her to death. She's the realest motherfucker I know. I ain't even gonna lie to you. So, so watch over your elders. Do everything they ask you to do, no matter how much you hate it, no matter how much you hate to hear their mouth. Do everything they ask you to do. Cater to them. Second topic, Halloween. Protect your kids. Protect your kids by any means. Even if you gotta blow motherfucker brains out. And I ain't, I ain't even, I ain't even being so modest. Dark. Like so dark. Even if you gotta blow motherfucker brains out, protect your kids because even if you gotta beat a motherfucker up, protect your family. And then. The last topic was trust the process. Man, you got you got to go get it. You got to go get your bag because ain't nobody gonna give it to you. You feel me? You gotta you gotta you gotta have your own process. You gotta take your own route to the shit. You can't take nobody's advice to how you gonna live your life. You gotta live your life how you do it. If you bump your head, get back up and do that shit again. No and where and where can everybody find you at, Chris Yank? Everybody can find me on all social media as Chris Yank. And do you got any parties coming up next week? Nah, I ain't got no parties next week. I'm free. All so right, now, Cindy. Like, so since I got you on the ed, air, you gonna start? Uh, you gonna be the first one to have a, a ad on first class? Yeah, appreciate promotions. I do got a business page. You can go like my business page. Excuse me, I've been oh, drinking. Damn. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. That just came up. That's classic. That's classic. But yeah, uh, should I have a silent party tonight? You know. Ain't like I said, my closing remarks is like I really endorse everything that Chris Yang just said. Like basically, at the end of the day, be yourself, aspire to be better, trust the process. All right, James, go. I don't wait. Uh, <laughs> We've been doing this since January. Man. Uh, yeah, I, yeah. Uh, yeah, go ahead. <laughs> we still adopting people, bro. This is first class, bro. That's what's up, bro. Hey, that's the way it's supposed to be. <laughs> hey, I, they already said they're drunk. Hey, hey. Free the job out of work. That's the after party. Yeah, that's the after night. What are you doing? It's the after party. We're not for real. I enjoy it, man. Go ahead and take it out, man. First class. I'm going to send it out to the host, bro. <sighs> All right. I know everybody listening. Y'all don't know how challenging it was dealing with these people today. <laughs> these people? These people? Y'all yeah, first of all, I'm the best thing. You just called us niggers. I thought you were. Hey, he gave me the dumb stare. <laughs> like, I, like I said. All right. So it's your man, E. Carter, man. Like, like we said earlier, it's Breast Cancer Awareness Month. 
be mindful for your elders or not even your elders, people that's dealing with breast cancer, people that that's your age. It might be your friend. It might be your sister. Uh, like James pointed out, it's men that get it too. It might be your brother. It might be your uncle. So be mindful. If you can donate, donate. If you can't, you want to go for the walk, participate, show some type of love, uh, not just this month, but all year around. And we also covered on being ungrateful. Now, if you if you don't like the your situation, if you don't like the house you're living in or the car you drive or the clothes you wear, maybe it's time for you to switch up your grind and grind for what you want. And tis the season of Halloween. All Hallows Eve is coming up. Watch your kids, man. Have fun. Look at the candy that they bring in. Watch them. Be mindful of all situations. Make sure they're holding hands, going to group, all of that good stuff. It's not as cliche as it sounds when it's dealing with safety. And not rushing the process. You can't skip things in life. In life, sometimes you have to go through those bumps, those hills, those mountains, those storms, those trails, and those tribulations to get where you want to go. It's unnecessary to try to skip through life to get to the jackpot. Because once you get there and you go through those hills and those mountains, once you get there, it's going to be all that much sweeter once you get there. This is your man, E. Carter. This is first class. Like we always say, if you're going to fly, you might as well fly first class, baby. We out.